Today we have Ben Juarez, one of the co-founders of Latinos in Tech and a known community leader. How are you doing today? I'm very well. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm excited for this conversation and to share with our community all of the cool things you got going on. Uh, I do love to start with a cute little quirky question. So are you ready? Yep. All right. What does the word liberation mean to you? Uh, first of all, that is not cute or quirky. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the reason why for me uh, is because liberation is something that I worked on while I was actually in college. Mm. So when I was in college, I, um, I really focused on liberation theology. And so that helped mm. me uh, kind of understand a lot more about how love is a type of liberation mm -hmm. or helps to grant liberation. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've been learning a lot more about that. And so to me, like liberation is, um, is, is a mind thing, you know? It's a mindset. Yeah. Yep. So it's not just like I'm, I'm confined by the things that are in front of me or around me. Um, there is no confinement. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm free. I am human. As long as I'm human, I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you, you start to believe that and you start to act on that, that's, mm. to me, like, powerful, like, liberation. Yes, yes. For me, liberation is about being our authentic selves. Mm, yeah. Um, and the ability to imagine the future for ourselves without any boundaries and also the access and resources to be able to bring uh, those visions to life. Yeah, that's right. So that's that's to me what when I hear the words liberation, that's what I think of. How does liberation play a role in some of the work that you do today? I love it. it uh, that was a question. That was a question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what does that? You, to be honest with you, it's it's me waking up in the morning and not having a boss. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. I'm. I'm like the founder of Latinos in Tech. Mm -hmm. I'm also a co-founder, well, co-founder of Latinos in Tech, co-founder of, of Like-Minded. Um, and then I have a few other projects that I have that, you know, bring me passive income. And to me, that's like, that's part of that like liberation mindset where it's like, I'm doing exactly mm. what I want to do. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning, I don't have somebody telling me like i need you to do this i need you to do that yeah like i'm i'm here and i'm doing the things that i love out of love yes. you know and and it's and it's beautiful and it's sustainable oh i love that doing things you love out of love that part is important mm -hmm. um but as you were speaking i was reminded of just how like the things that you're doing is really freedom to craft the future mm -hmm. right yeah. uh, with the latinos yeah, in tech and like-minded so let's let's get into it though um, so tech is your thing. Tech is, is one is of also, my things. It's yeah. one of your things. <laughs> <laughs> it is also one of my many things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so tell us, um, uh, how does tech play a role in your life? You mentioned Latinos in tech and mm -hmm. like-minded. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Okay. So tech to me is, it started off kind of as a hobby, actually. Um, just learning to code, um, messing around with electronics, um, all this stuff. So it's like... To me, it's it's a curiosity, mm -hmm. and it just feeds my curiosity because technology is always on the move. You know, mm -hmm. like last year's programming language 
is not this year's programming language, Thanks. you know, right? Last month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, all those, uh, the, you know, the version changes and, and updates and all that. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So, you know, I, I have, and we've talked about this before where it's like, I, when I was coding in Swift, mm -hmm. I started in 1.2. Mm -hmm. It's like what, Swift 6, 7 now or yeah. something like that? And like, it's, it, wild. <laughs> it, yeah, it's wild, looks different, you know, and I'm just like, oh, um, but it's, it's something that intrigues me. It doesn't like overwhelm me. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I wonder what the new things are. Possibilities. Like, exactly. Yep. And so, um, and so that's, that's a part of it. That's like my life right there is like the life of an explorer. You know, you, you explore these things that are coming out, you build with them, you mm -hmm. can create new things that other people find intriguing as well. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Tech, tech is. It's where it's at. It for is, sure. It's where it's at. <laughs> um, when did you get into the field of technology? When I was on my birthday, when I, was, I turned 30, really? um, I, on that same exact day, I was like, you know what? I like video games. I'm surprised. I'm also, why, why are you surprised? I am so surprised. I, I was going to say like when I was like 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Wait, it's, it's, it's related to that. Okay. It's okay. related to that. So I've always wanted to learn to code, mm -hmm. especially video games, right? Mm -hmm. Um that was my thing. And then all of a sudden, on, at the age of 30, I found myself like being a policy professional mm -hmm. um, that knew how to work with data mm. and love video games. And I'm like, data, video games, it makes sense. I'm going to like learn to code and, and get better, mainly get better at like data mm -hmm. science. Mm -hmm. But I just started coding and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually decent at this like i can learn it really fast so i started learning it really fast um about a 400 page book uh on python python's my first language okay so all you, right you know all right. <laughs> respect that all right <laughs> but uh so I, I i you know i read through that went through that and i was like i want to learn more so i started learning more languages the last language i actually learned is actually the language that i'm best at which is javascript okay um but yeah, it was it was like something that I just like really started getting really good at really fast. So I thought about that as like what would twelve year old or sixteen year old Ben think about this? You know, like well, twelve year old or sixteen year old Ben never had that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like growing up in the south side of Milwaukee, going to Pulaski, like there wasn't much of that. Like the tech stuff in Pulaski was like cars, you know. And I like cars and everything like that, but like that's not that's not high tech. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we weren't given that opportunity of like maybe think about this mm -hmm. at the very least. Yeah, get your imagination flowing. You know. Yeah. I was never given that, so then that's when I started Cream City Coders, and then like my yeah. journey in tech really started. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I'm so glad I asked that question because I don't know why. I don't know why I thought in my head that you've just been doing this for so, <laughs> so long. Um, so I feel like then I've probably been in tech longer than you a little you, bit. You probably have. It's, it's yeah. been about when I'm, I'm 39 now, so it's okay. been nine years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, just about then because I, I actually got in tech around 2012. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So about around yeah, about around about ten years yeah. or so. Yeah. Um, and I started in my um early early twenties, but I found myself always surrounded by folks who knew because I went to a predominantly white institution and mm. shout out to Marquette. 
<laughs> and uh, you know, I was surrounded. I was the only black person, only black woman. And I was definitely just surrounded by folks who have been doing it since they were like six, or their kids have been, yep. or their parents have been teaching them since they were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was uh, deflating at moments because I always felt like I was behind, mm, right? Yep. And I wasn't surrounded by folks who were just learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, my my journey was uh, slightly different because I did not pick it up quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a challenge. Um, and it really wasn't until I could apply computer science to uh, the things that I really love. Yeah. is when I really started to um, kind of find my rhythm and uh, find my place in, in tech. But to start, it was rough and raggedy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't shy away from that because um, I think that there are other folks who might you know, uh, be going through similar journeys and be Great. looking to, to quit. But not quitting was the best decision that um, right. I could have made yeah. in the field of computer science because now here, you know, I'm, um, you know, doing research and also I never would have thought my introverted self would be in this space where we're building community right. now, um, and ecosystems. Yeah. And it's also very, so very needed. So, yeah, I yeah. really appreciate you sharing that, um, that part of your journey. And mm. um, for sure, I think that when it comes to technology it is a way to sort of take whatever you see in your head and bring it to life. Right. Yeah. I, I was asked a question recently. What? What can't you build with tech? Mm. And that really comes to mind. <laughs> right, yeah. I was thinking life, but then I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> it's kind of scary. But, it is scary but, with a level of consciousness right? yeah. <laughs> and artificial intelligence. Oh, no, right. And I'm not saying, listen, <laughs> I'm not saying that that's, you know, life, life, but right. it's simulations, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you put on that uh, Oculus and you're in a whole new world oh, meeting yeah. people across the world, being yeah. able to see them and right. shake hands. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's very few things that, um, you know, you can't really bring to life that you, you know, can envision. And that's right. the thing I, I really love. Um, so tell me about how you are sort of bringing to life things that um, first started in your head, like Latinos in tech or like-minded? So I'll start with Latinos in tech. So actually I was thinking about that, that like that was something missing, you know, but the person that came to me and like, was like, let's do this was, was Carlos, mm. Carlos Vasquez, my co-founder. Mm-hmm. He, he was once my, um, well, my intern at IC Stars. Um, so he, okay, yeah. So why he, didn't I know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so from there we went, and uh, you know, he came up to me. He was like, you know, Ben, I, I don't really see too many engineers, that, you know, look mm-hmm. like me or have like my culture and things like that, or an understanding of my culture, and and so maybe like it's a good idea to start like an organization or something. And I said, yeah, like whatever you you're doing, I'll you know I'll be behind it. And uh, and then from there, um, we were like, let's let's co-found this, you know, um, to really start to figure out ways to develop um, Latinos that are already in tech, um, and it can be in any type of tech. It could be sound engineers. It can be just about anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
so we want we want them to um, build themselves prof- professionally mm-hmm. um, through kind of like the new wave of education which is coming, which is the um, micro credentialing. I believe yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah, I, I like forget. that. I've never heard them, but R- yeah, I like it. <laughs> right. So, like you know, if you think about engineering right now, uh, mainly in software engineering, mm-hmm. I, I don't know um, if this is something in like electrical or 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 even maybe maybe it's in sound um but um you know you have to get certified in like cloud technologies in order to get a better chance at like working for for a good company that has like some of these technologies right like mm-hmm. like if you're going to work with AWS people really want you to be certified as yeah. like a solutions architect right yeah, absolutely <clears throat> so we're thinking about them. We're like, okay, what if we have people in our community that are in tech and they're they're working on like front end engineering, right? Sure. And they want to get into like back end or DevOps, mm-hmm. you know, um, building out infrastructure and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, they need to get certified. Mm-hmm. Well, is the company going to pay for that? If you're working at Northwestern Mutual, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see any other companies doing that. Um, there might be some out here and there, but for the most part, if a worker wants to increase their capacity um, and get certified, usually they'll they'll have to pay themselves or pay for it themselves, um, which can be pretty tough on the wallet um, because you not only do you have to um, possibly take courses to you know take the certification exam but you also have to pay for the certification exam etc so you've got all these things and so we're like well why don't we pull our money together i.e the the money of the you know um of the organization or the community and like figure out how we can like pay for those for uh for you know for those types of trainings and things like that for people yeah um not only that but also like help them develop professionally better um as in um, training in emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. uh, training in um, how to breathe, how to um, how to meditate, things like that. We need to take a, a holistic approach because a lot of times when we're the first to go into an organization, Absolutely. first, you know, African-American or Latino, mm-hmm. to go into an organization, whether you like it or not, a lot of eyes are on you. And unfortunately, we represent mm-hmm. everybody. The mess. Yeah. Right, yeah. And we have to, you know, and that's like, that's just how it is right now. Like, we don't have to, like, fall into those things. Um, but, you know, when we're being looked at, it's it's hard not to, like, mm-hmm. be intimidated or stressed. or stressed. Yep. So we need to take on, like, um, you know, better ways of handling that sort of yeah. thing, you know? Um, and and really recharge ourselves and, and and learn to do that and be okay with it and like be also be okay with not being okay. That's yeah. something that we everybody's like, oh, we're strong, That's we're strong, thing. you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we are strong, mm-hmm. but being strong is also admitting like you know that you're not okay, mm-hmm. like plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And if it makes you feel like you're weak, then deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be fine, mm-hmm. you know, like. As long as you can, you can, you know, work on yourself and and be honest with yourself. You're gonna be, you're gonna be all right, even if you're not all right right mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah, 
I love that. I love that you all have such a strong emphasis on social emotional wellness because it's so important. And honestly, um, building out programming with Milky Way Tech Hub, um, we didn't really start focusing on the wellness piece until we started doing the the summits, the national summits, mm-hmm. thanks to um, the collaboration that we have with American Family and working with different practitioners yeah. um, who sort of brought it to light, right? And mm-hmm. sort of it got you know shed light on the uh, true importance of being able to have um, multi-dimensional programming because we have multi-dimensional, we're working with multi-dimensional exactly, beings. Exactly, yeah. Um, and it's so needed. I wish I had um, more programming around social emotional wellness when I entered the workforce. Right. As my first job, it was so stressful. Um, it was my last corporate job too, actually, <laughs> before I went mm-hmm. to entrepreneurship, yeah. which is a different type of stress, <laughs> for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> the stress doesn't go away. <laughs> um, but it's, it is really important to be able to um, kind of uh, hone in on um, those um, social emotional skills as well. Um, so I'm going to pivot just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love for you to um, share more about like-minded yeah, for sure. Like-minded is a company that focuses on people's personalities, right? And then we take those personalities and then we connect them using an algorithm that, that um, I'm just going to say I made, you know, but whatever. Jeremy, help, <laughs> Jeremy helped me a little bit, you know? Um, but uh, so that algorithm essentially gives us a percentage of how well somebody can connect with another person. Okay. Like if you're like, in the 80%, you know, strength, connection strength, that's what we call it. Like, you're going to do really well with somebody, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I remember the first version. You were asking me all those questions. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you for being a beta tester. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um, so that has been, uh, it's been a beautiful journey, like seeing how we can um, help people connect and like feel that they are connected to a company. Right. So like, um, you know, we have like these all these like case studies that we've been building um, with the companies that we've been working with. And so we've been connecting people within, you know, their own organization. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, for example, Kohl's, you know, we've been connecting people within Kohl's um, cohorts. And um, and so we we find out their personality type. Um, and personality type, we use we use Hexaco, so it's it's like scientific, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's um, university backed, right? Okay. So, um, you know, we utilize that, and then we have like our secret sauce that I can't like get into sure. of how we connect sure. people. We'll talk about that later. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh we then yeah, obviously we connect the um the people, and then they they get along really well. It's been really interesting because we've had um, anecdotal uh, conversations with people, but like, they're like, Oh, I just got connected with this person. They're already my work best friend. Mm. Okay. We're like, all right, that's good. So it's working. It's working. Right. All right. Um, good baseline. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then there's another one, uh, a few more stories. There are a lot of stories actually that like they're already our work, be- my work best friend. But then there's also um, stories where, um, the people like already like were connected at work, mm-hmm. but they didn't know certain things about sure. each other that like we we kind of helped them kind of get out okay. um, through their likes, through mm-hmm. their interests, and then they had conversations about their interests, 
and they became like their friendship got deeper right they knew the potential was there Mm -hmm. they just never took the second step and that's what like-minded helped them with so you know we we got a lot of those i remember we connected a um two people that were a 96 percent match wow yeah and it it was funny and we got this on video we had to get this on video because it was during the boat party last year Mm -hmm. right so yeah, Nadia gets down, people. Just to let you all know. So, <laughs> so we, um, they, they were really, really like really good friends mm-hmm. when they were both living in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But like you know, life happens, and so they they separated and they didn't see each other. You know, um, but they were like super tight back then. You know. And this was like several years ago, apparently. Mm-hmm. And at the boat party, we matched them. They both didn't know they were there. Wow. Yeah. So when we matched them and they were like, oh, this person, like they saw them and they it's were like, match. oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, and so they rekindled their friendship, you know, and they were like, this is amazing. And so they, yeah. they were like, they came to us and told us, like, we just want to let you know. That's a huge testimony. Huh? Right. Um, so the you know the algorithm for sure works we want to make it better the more information we use the more data we have um so that's been great and so we've been like you know working with like ai and things like that to make yeah. it you know strengthen see, it a little bit right yeah you know the industry loves the word ai <laughs> uh, everybody does i was gonna say machine learning but ai I back like, right, AI, AI. <laughs> i mean you know i don't believe that there's true ai mm-hmm. but you know you know how people are <laughs> oh, I definitely do. Um, the industry is a funny place. Um, mm-hmm. So last last topic here, I wanted to just quick pivot into um, Wisconsin Tech Month, All right. which is coming up in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, last year, Milky Way Tech Hub collaborated with Governor Evers to get uh, the month of October proclaimed um, to be Wisconsin Tech Month. And um, it was truly a success. And this year, we're looking forward to scaling our impact and um, bringing in more organizations. And so I'm happy to share that we have brought in Latinos in Tech to be a presenting partner right on stage, a whole title partner with the Milky Way Tech Hub. So super excited about that. And I did want to just share, or excuse me, ask, um, you know, it did not take long for you all to say, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's get into it. Um, and I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, you know, what do you think the importance of um, having a statewide um, effort and being led by black and brown organizations? I, it's long time coming, needed, absolutely. Um, because, you know, as, so I used to, I used to work for uh, Senator Tammy Baldwin, right? Okay. Uh, her representative to Southeast Wisconsin and, so I would go to like several different places where there are not a lot of, you know, yeah, sure. us out there. Yeah. Um, and so they had preconceived notions of the city of Milwaukee in particular, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I would, you know, get into these discussions. They weren't arguments. They were actually discussions like, mm-hmm. you know, people wanted to, to understand a little bit more, you know? Mm-hmm. And that really like opened up my eyes to yes. the need of... Yeah you know, us going out there too, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like we're going to stay here in Milwaukee where mm-hmm. we feel safe, right? right? Um, it, it was like, let's let's go out there. Um, let's, 
you know, experience nature and things like mm -hmm. that, you know, in, in the rural areas. Mm -hmm. um, but also, like, talk to people, yes. you know. And so, like, this statewide effort being led by black and brown people, like, that right there is, like, people need to see that yes. all throughout the state, Yes, you know. I think I, I agree 100%. And the type of conversations that we had last year uh, were so moving, right? I mean, the further we got outside of Milwaukee, uh, the more times I had to hear what is equity or um, why why um, are you calling yourself a black tech hub? Why, why do we have to focus on race and things mm -hmm. like that, having those conversations, right? Um, and I think, you know, it's important to, to leverage this moment to have these really important conversations. I, and I personally believe that Wisconsin Tech Month is bigger than tech. Right. And we're not, we're not here for the industry. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not, you know, heavy industry focus as much as it is um, ensuring that uh, we are focusing in on equity and belonging and what that, what those words actually mean, justice, right? Mm -hmm. And leveraging technology to make this world better, right? right? Um, and so it's definitely not tech just for tech, right? There's right. lots of tech mm -hmm. and I'm all about tech. We love yeah, tech. We're gonna, we're gonna be doing tech. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're doing, gonna tech. be doing tech. Um, but it's, it's really about those meaningful connections right. that we establish. Mm -hmm. um, and it is a definitely a, a form of uh, grassroots organizing. Mm -hmm. um, I think about, I was just talking to somebody about like how Stacey Abrams, um, regardless of what folks' politics are, like how she was able to make shifts where she was mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, is a is a form of organizing because she right. has these conversations. She meets with individuals and and it it's a strategy, right, right? Mm -hmm. um, to open up minds. And so I'm looking forward to very much having um, it really engaging conversations as well. But to your point, it, it is extremely important that Black and Brown led organizations um, are um, leading this effort statewide, right? Statewide, and that's another reason why it is so critical for um, media to not turn their heads away from this right. as well and to lean in and support and amplify this work, um, which I think is another strategy to help put Milwaukee on the map. Right, I agree. I love it. Awesome. Uh, last thoughts. What do you believe Milwaukee's tech ecosystem needs in order to thrive and really uh, be known as that leader, the regional leader at least? Uh, two things. One, um, they need to give us money. Money. Yep. Hand over the bag. Yep. <laughs> hand it over. Hand it over. Like hashtag hand it over. <laughs> yeah. Because you know who's you know who's gonna save who, who who can we can save ourselves. Yeah. We can do this. Yeah. But we need support as well. Like we're not gonna like just this whole picking up ourselves by the bootstraps type yeah. thing. That's that's a myth. It's a it's a community thing. And when we say it's a community thing, we're we're including everybody. Everybody. And like, if we aren't seeing it that way, and if other people don't see it that way, you know, to, to come in and try to help, then we're never going to get anywhere. Like, it's always going to be like a battle, you know, yeah. and I'm tired of fighting. Yeah. Like, I it's just exhausting. want, it's exhausting. And like, I just want to create partnerships. I want to build mm -hmm. and I want to do it for the sake of, of the community, like Absolutely. all of us, you know? Um, and then two, give money, right? Yeah. And now in this sense, it's give money to the entrepreneurs, the people with the ideas. Yeah. And there's a lot of people in our respective communities Absolutely. that have awesome ideas. Yeah. Unique that, ideas. Unique ideas. Yeah. And that are out there 
trying, and they really are. Give them money. Let them give them give them a give, chance. Give them ten thousand. Give, give somebody look at give them five hundred thousand. Right, ten <laughs> thousand. Well, I'm saying individuals like you know with small ideas that want to sure. build, right? So I'm like one person, like you know each you know a lot of people. If you give them money and and no strings attached, and mm-hmm. you're like, you know what, you've got a good Watch idea. I'm not happen. gonna I'm not gonna bother you or anything like that. Here's Absolutely. here's ten G's, and I see what you're doing, and I know that it can grow. Absolutely, go with it. Go with it. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, Ben, it was so good having you. Thank you very much for having me. And I expect that this won't be the last time you'll be on the it podcast. It won't be. Awesome. Thank you. All right.